Check, check. What's up? It's the Herald and Modcast, back from Salem, Massachusetts. Back and better for it. That's right. Some would say. I would say. I would say. So that's enough. Salem's Haunted Happenings is going on for the entire month of October, and we were there right in the beginning, and it was already packed and crazy. Huge. It's their tourist season. It's, you know, quite incredible, the numbers of people that turn out. I can only imagine those numbers on Halloween weekend, which actually we, we've seen those numbers before a couple of years ago. But Yeah, didn't we? Uh, it's Halloween itself, I think we were not there for the last time, but it's got to be insane. Yeah, man. It's pretty awesome. I mean, it's good for the little economy there. You yeah. Know? It's their season. It's, it's like a Christmas season for them, but Halloween, it's cool. It's way more fun. Yeah, I love it. It's one of the coolest places you could be in October in the world, I think. And, it, I mean, we we kept complaining, which was really bratty of us, uh, that the weather wasn't cold enough. Well, you kept on complaining. Well, you did too. I didn't complain. <laughs> you brought it up to every fucking person that we met in Boston. Like, what are they supposed to say except fuck off? You uh, yeah. Know? You kept like, you know, we wanted it to be. It's like, okay, okay, <laughs> we, that's what we wanted. Enough already with the we weather. We wanted the leaves to have turned. We wanted it to be like in the 40s and 50s. But it was like well, the first day we were there, it was like 72 degrees. Yeah, it was like here. It was sunny. It yeah. was clear. It was warm, for God's sakes. You didn't need it. We brought jackets and sweaters and shit. Well, it's because that's the other thing. We spend year-round in L.A. I have all this clothing I never wear. Right. I never wear. I have it all just sitting in a closet. And then you, so you bring it to a place like Boston, like, all right, I can wear my cool unique low jacket and <laughs> my cool finger hut vest. And then it's like, I don't need it. I can still wear it like a jerk, but <laughs> I don't need to wear it. It's kind of hot. Back to the Future vest. Yeah, that thing's Your Stranger awesome. Things vest. It is a Stranger Things vest. It's the best. Yeah. I had a bunch of people come up to me like, dude. Can I have your vest at least? <laughs> Can I get a picture with you in that vest? No, they didn't. Yeah, they're like, do you like work here? Can I rent you for parties? <laughs> you just seem like a really cool guy. No. Kind of handsome. Didn't witness any of that. Yeah, I got propositioned for sex a bunch of times. By witches? By witches. They needed like herbal essence or something. <laughs> well, so our first stop was at one of our favorite places in the world, Count Orlock's Nightmare Gallery. Uh... With owner James Lurgio. Yeah, privately owned by a single man named James Lurgio. And he is awesome. It's, well, it's so fun because it feels like you're in someone's house with their private collection. Because it basically is. It's his life's work. It's his collection. He curates it. He purchases everything. He does all the research, all of the legwork. And he keeps it looking great every Repairs. year. Repairs. Things. He repairs everything. Uh, yeah. uh, those things, those they need serious upkeep, and it needs it's it's no joke. The upkeep, it's yeah. like being a freaking taxidermist for fake things. Well, remember he said he upgraded Jack Nicholson's eyebrows from The Shining. Yeah, he has a Shining uh, bust or body, Jack Nicholson, which scared body. the shit out of me. By the way, it well, was right behind me, and I turned, and there it was. And here's I John, and it's the here's yeah. Johnny sequence through the through the uh, hacked up door. Yeah. And he said he had to ship off the Jack Nicholson head to get his <laughs> eyebrows redone by a woman who put them in hand, one by one, mm. real human hair. 
So this is like no joke shit. This is like yeah. people's real life's work, movie studios, prop masters and stuff. Yeah. Take care of this stuff in a real professional or, you know, really detailed manner. And we were saying it seems like a little thing, but Jack Nicholson, his eyebrows are a huge part <laughs> yes. of his performance yes you, it's like you don't you think of jack nicholson you think of those brows man Absolutely. those sinister brows so you gotta keep up the brows if you're really about that that freaking monster life you know <laughs> that- well well as you pointed out in our tour and we have a full tour uh recording which yeah. which is on our website you can go to heraldmodcast.com uh, and and uh, go to podcasts and it's there of him taking us around and detailing everything. And I remember we were talking to him about how the details are what really make the difference with mm-hmm. his gallery versus others. Yeah, totally. Because it feels like, a, again, like a personal collection. And he has these little write-ups of each piece. There's dozens of them. Mm-hmm. All, and he knows all the history of the silver screen age, like the silver age of horror films, all the way up to modern day horror films. He has the actors, he has the characters they play, he has face molds of the actors. Yep. Like the Peter Cushings and Boris Karloffs and and the Lon Chaney's yeah. and all the way up to like from last year, like Kiefer Sutherland from Lost Boys and Jack Nicholson from Shining. Yep. You know, and Pennywise Tim Curry, you know, yep. and he has it all and he has Freddie, Jason, Michael Myers sort that of was all cool, in a row. Actually. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. I mean you can't have a you know, horror horror play horror horror museum without the three of them. Yeah. And everything in between, stuff that you wouldn't even think. Like, oh, you have that? He has Trick or Treat. He has Pumpkinhead. He has a bunch of the howling, a bunch of sort of like B sort of horror stuff that's still like classic movies, mm-hmm. you know? Tr- yeah, Trick or Treat. It'd be cool if he got a gizmo, like a, a Gremlins. He one. did. He had a Gremlins in there. No. Yeah, there was a Gremlin fr- from Gremlins, but not Gizmo itself. But one of the Gremlins was there. Oh, I didn't see that. It was on top of one of the... Uh, things yeah and he's always looking for new stuff he said he has his 10th year anniversary coming up next year Mm -hmm. which he said and they're planning to do something with the peabody essex museum which is really like one of the best museums in the country yeah it's like it's on that same level of the mfa in boston and the guggenheim and like real art museums and uh modern you know yeah, it's world renowned, really. Yeah, and, and they're working. Do you remember the details? Or he couldn't tell us everything. No, he told us the the, the breakdown was that um, guitars for Metallica. Kirk Hammett is sort of like a rich millionaire collector of horror uh, artifacts. Who if you knew? Will. Well, that's super like heavy metal millionaire <laughs> yeah. guy thing to do, right? Yeah, because he like because James has a lot of stuff, but he doesn't have a lot of on film stuff he right. says he doesn't really even try to purchase that stuff whereas kirk Kamet, like he'll go to auction and he purchased he purchased bella lugosi's jacket for ninety six thousand right. dollars he said remember shit like but that not even from dracula no it's it, from white zombie yeah <laughs> which is pretty cool because that's like a classic movie yeah. and rob zombie's bands white zombie this sort of thing but yeah ninety six thousand dollars yeah and so he's doing a gallery thing uh kirk Hammett next year at the PBDX Essex, so we, James is going to work with him, and they're going to do something together. What remains to be seen, what that is exactly, he said. Right. But that would be awesome. So cool. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, we need to go back for that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'd go to Salem every year if I could. You know, just I know. during October, we went a little earlier in the month. We should have waited till mid month or closer to the end of October. Well, except for the fact that we got 
a, amazing access. And we got to, a lot of stuff done. Yeah, it's yeah, true. And shout out to Julie Arison of the House of Seven Gables who hooked us up with um, uh, Kate Fox, who's from Salem organization, and she manages everything for Salem Haunted Happenings. Mm-hmm. And uh, Julie really hooked us up at the House of Seven Who's Gables. That? Uh, from the House of Seven Gables, we did uh, a tour with her. She hooked us up with oh, a tour. Oh yeah, she was. We interviewed on it, her. Man. She was good. She, you she know, was on it. We got to go. Literally, we got to take pictures within the house, which they don't let people do. And audio. To, yeah, audio. We got to audio all the actors in the legend of the hanging judge, where you'd go into the different rooms and they'd speak. These like monologue pieces yeah. that were sort of uh, historically accurate. To right. the whole witch burning uh, era and uh, Nathaniel Hawthorne writing about his past and all the his it's so rich with history. That was and one dark of my history favorites. too. Really dark history. Oh, dark oh, American yeah. history. But uh, it's it was one of my favorites to watch because you're walking through the guy's fucking house, like yeah. his real house that they moved piece by piece yeah, onto Nathaniel the Hawthorne. property. Yeah, Nathaniel Hawthorne, the writer. Um, and they moved his house, they said, from one end of Salem to where the museum's located. Well, we should point out, too, that there's a, a few there are, de- there are a few different houses on the property. The actual House of Seven Gables, which is modeled after the one in the novel, was not his house. And it was no. something that uh, a, a woman was the one who um, restored, and, restored renovated. It and renovated it. And there's a lot of history of the owners of that house so and passed down and, and, and they do an incredible amount of community work. The organization itself doesn't just do tours of the house of seven gables. They do really important community outreach yeah. and education. And it's a legacy thing. Cause the woman who purchased the house from the original owners way back when is the same person who renovated it and started these initiatives for sort of like, it was like an immigrant initiative where it helps yeah. people new to america get citizenship yeah and they help they have classes for it it's mm-hmm. like all this sort of community outreach stuff that yeah. started in the early 20th century when the woman bought the house or yeah early 19th, 20th century she bought it in the 19th i believe or was it the i think 20th? it was the 20th oh, century okay. it was like 1930 or something when she got it mm. and then yeah and then they've she started that then in like education for children and children's programs and immigrant programs for new people new to the country because apparently Salem is a really diverse background with yeah. immigrants from all over the world who i didn't know this I didn't know that. there's so much going on there i mean there's a pirate history yeah there is a maritime history yep. there's, there's a, the witch burning history and, and then there's a underground railroad history uh-huh that was like one of the last stops before I think the last stop was uh up in Halifax, Nova Scotia, mm-hmm. Canada. That was like the last stop of the Underground mm. Railroad. But uh yeah, the Salem was one of the stops on the Underground Railroad. Yeah. So there's all these underground tunnels too yeah. that you people can't go see. But there's she said that like some of the houses have underground tunnels attached to them. Right. Like this the city is incredible. It's an incredible city. Yeah. I love to visit there. It, you know. It, just to see, to, to get pieces each time you go of more and more of the history of that little city, that little sleepy water city <laughs> yeah. with all this crazy history, sordid history. Well, and we got into some of the history because we went on, we did take a ghost tour yeah. and that that was interesting because... Not that scary. Very informative. No, not, not very scary. scary. No. But, you know, how scary can it be? You're walking around, they're showing you sights. Like, they don't have people waiting to jump out at you or anything. No, it's not that kind of thing. But it was definitely tells you about the first woman who was hanged as a witch and mm-hmm. her history. And you find out that, in fact, 
it's really was about money and property because she Mostly. owned a tavern and apple orchard and the powers that be back then wanted it. They wanted her property. She had been married twice. She was a bar owner. She drank and had a good time. So now it's probably just like a fucking cool chick to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> back then, back then, it's like she's a witch. Let's kill her and take her stuff. Yeah. Like that sucks. She's like seems like a pretty down ass chick. Yeah. For real. That's like could smoke, drink, own a bar. Good lay, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, then they're like, "Fuck that! You're you're coming with us." Yeah, we, we in the name of the they everything in the name of religion. Fuck shit up too. I know. Like, well, and then they showed us. We walked to remember we went, the property that used to be our apple orchard. They had kind of like that town hall or jail, and they showed that little kids as young as four years old were put in these people who were waiting to be on trial for Being witchcraft witch, yeah. were put in cells in which they well, were they so called s- them standing coffins yeah just to give you a visual if you're listening like yeah. that's really what it was it was the size of a coffin but you're forced to stand there's no way to sit for or lay mo- down for not months eight months to at nine a time. months yeah months at a time yeah how would you survive that yeah, I don't know. And the thing about it is that you weren't meant to die in them. They weren't like putting in you there as a death sentence. They would still feed you and give you water, but you'd have to shit and piss in the thing. And, and then eventually drop down into it. And you become so yeah, emaciated and yeah. you know, skinny and dehydrated. It was yeah. horrifying. I mean, they said that the youngest person in there had been a four-year-old child mm-hmm. who was the daughter of someone who was acu- burned accused or, or, accused or killed. Witch, yeah. killed witch. And she did end up surviving. Yeah. But died when she was 13 or 14 and just was so traumatized. She she didn't have normal brain development because... Yeah. Well, I mean, you? I feel like the malnourishment alone for a four-year-old yeah. would cause serious brain development problems. Not right. to mention, like, the mental trauma and scarring of Oof. being trapped. Yeah, and she died in her early teens. Poor girl. Yeah. You know, America, bitch. God, really horrible things these people did to each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember the guy they talked about who was crushed to death? Yeah, because he wouldn't admit that he was a witch or something. So they put him in a sort of thin coffin and just added more and more weight until until they wanted to get a confession and he wouldn't confess. And now they say that he haunts that area or some shit, his ghost. Or he haunts the, the role of sheriff of Salem. Remember? Yeah. And like everyone who took that role, it became a, a, a community title after a while because mm-hmm. no one would do it <laughs> no, and nobody wanted to be paid for it and then they had to literally move the position to a different county to yeah. overlook Salem because these guys kept dying of like heart attacks in mysterious ways that whoever held that sh- position of sheriff of the town well the shit. guy who was the sheriff this guy George Corwin was a bad dude bastard really and he had been married twice yeah. but yet he still took the woman who had been married twice herself like it was such well, a double yeah, standard because she's single and she's you know yeah it's fucked up total yeah. double, double standard but he was i remember the story about the guy who was an anglican he and his wife were anglicans not puritans which is what everybody was mm-hmm. there and he came and he said we're accusing you of witchcraft we're taking your property mm-hmm. and he cut a deal with them and he said okay you can have this other property and it turned out to be uh religious property and so the guy built an anglican church on it to really piss off corwin the dude, dude there yeah. was nothing he could do and and then when corwin died this guy sued his family for his body for recompense for his property yeah and he ended up getting it 
And the family had to not, couldn't bury the body mm-hmm. until they re- worked a settlement out with this guy. It was kind of ingenious and ultimate, like, after-death karmic payback, you yeah, know? Yeah, totally. It was crazy. But if you believe in ghosts and spirits, there's a, you got to believe there's a lot of tormented souls walking around that town, yeah, you know? it's interesting. There's graveyards that have, like, some real big historical figures in them mm-hmm. from the 1600s. In the 1700s yeah. and things like this so it's quite incredible and and so we did do some stuff in that realm some we met witchy woman yeah stuff. we met with two different women self-proclaimed who, witches well no curie spencer is not a, a self-proclaimed witch she's a clairvoyant and a medium mm-hmm. and she's actually trained in uh herbology and she's got some degrees and well she was cool because she had like crafts like yep. she made candles and she made incense yep. and she makes oils and lubricants or something and-, and she works with the police and and she basically said you know i see dead people i've she seen said, dead people yeah, since forever, i was a kid yeah. six years old or something like that and she i mean i believe in this stuff more than you do so i found her to be credible and she was cool. You can listen to our interview with her on the website. I mean, I thought she was cool. And she definitely believes in it. Like, yeah. That's cool. You she did a reading for me. Yeah, she did a reading for you, huh? Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't want to do it. Nah. And then the other woman's name was Leanne Marama. And she's the one who's a, a witch. And she's also a it's tarot card reader. It's not Tara. It, we found out tarot. it's tarot card. Tarot, not tarot. Um, she Fair does enough. a lot of work in, uh, in of Salem. Salem. She's one of the witches who is in the circle on Halloween and does the rituals. And she does like she this, said she'd been in there like fifteen seasons. Yeah, That's a long time. And this warlock uh, Christian Day who owns Hex and Omen. Mm-hmm. I guess found her on the street, or maybe it was another guy. But she Somebody. works for this guy now. Yeah. And uh, she was different. Yeah, I don't know. She definitely is selling it. She's selling it. Yep. She's selling it. We also have a full interview with her. You can take a listen and decide for yourself what you think. But apparently in Salem, there are people around the corner waiting to talk to these women. Yeah, Um, especially closer to Halloween it gets. Yeah. Like there's a line outside and stuff. So we went in and interviewed a couple of them just to see what it's like to be a witch in Salem. Yeah. And what the difference is. And I mean, it's a big deal for people that even are just like practice Wiccan or Wicca. Mm -hmm. You know, they go as like a pilgrimage to Salem, you know, like, and you know, that's cool. If you treat it like any other religion, you have the right to believe whatever you want to believe and practice whatever you practice. Like, I'm not going to fault you for being Catholic or you know you're allowed to do that mm-hmm. so go ahead and be a witch if you want you know same sh- shit to me just doesn't mean i have to believe it well the takeaway i think from her which she was very clear about which is that they're not devil worshipers they're it's a religion to yeah. them and they it's like nature based and many god based which i couldn't quite understand. figure out or understand she kept throwing out different gods names from different and, like mythological eras yeah and, like different, <laughs> different yeah. like Freaking yeah, it was whichever, a weird. whatever, whoever. Yeah, you know, whoever it's like whatever it I feel that day. Yeah, whoever I channel that hour. Yeah, Kiri's definitely seemed more academic and yeah, more learned. You more know? studied at least. Yep, like, at least she sort of knew what she was talking about. 
like she had her she seemed to have a bit better like wealth of knowledge yeah in the world of witchcraft and herbology and clairvoyancy and these sort of things right. like you're listening to her, you're like oh okay cool that makes sense yeah, yeah i get you i don't you know whether i believe it i don't care you believe it that's cool i believe it all right uh so we also went to a seance yeah uh, we did messages from the spirit world an authentic Salem seance. I don't know how authentic it was. I don't know honest. how authentic any of them can be as a seance. What at the this, fuck? A uh, place called Omen, also owned by the same guy who owns Hex. Yeah. Uh, they were very nice to us. Yeah, they, they were great people. They they had let us come in and and be quiet. And you received a message. Well, you, so we should say that the seance is done in the, sort of like the back of the store, and it's a pretty big room. And there was twenty five people packed in for this seance. Not at and, all like you see on TV, where it's like four people at and a table, table and yeah. a Ouija board or a fucking crystal ball <laughs> yeah. or some shit. No, there's twenty five people. And they were we're all sort of packed in there, and it's dark. The lights are off. They give us a little breakdown of how to act while it happens. It's ninety minutes. Uh, That's long. Yeah, after like an hour, you start to get kind of stuffy, mm-hmm. kind of hot. It's dark and boring. I don't know. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. I mean, if you're into that stuff, it's cool. I feel like they could have given us a bit more show, even though we didn't pay for it. It is forty bucks a head, which is uh, not a inexpensive. Lot. Not inexpensive. To sit through that, I mean, and as someone who actually does believe in spirits and ghosts and things like that, I have to say this was not very believable. No, even I got a fucking message, and I was still like, "Man, if you don't get out of here with that shit, like, <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck?" No, I don't buy well, that shit. Well, there was at all. W- the one woman who's this British woman. She was sort of, I don't know, but the guy there was a guy with her. And he just, like, n- nothing he said connected with anybody. With people. They were just like, no. Was like, <laughs> uh, so do you have a red car? No. Is it black car? No. Is it maybe more of a blue car? Do you have drive? I actually don't own a car. <laughs> See, oh, okay, I'm getting something now. You ride the bus? No. <laughs> you, dri- you ride a bike? Well, it's not a bike, really. Is it a Vespa? It's a Vespa. I'm getting a Vespa. <laughs> He's like, well, yeah, it is a Vespa. Ah. It took... A lot of tries to get to Vespa. It's <laughs> like, sorry, the spirits, they're all cloudy this evening. I don't know. Well, remember that she that she also, she had something that ended up being another guy in the room who's like, I actually have a connection to India, and my boss's name is Michael. Yeah. Like, and it was like, oh, it must be for you. It must be for you. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely, it it, it seemed kind of pretty ridiculous. Well, it's one of those things that, if you're just going for a show, okay, 40 bucks, that's a little steep. But there wasn't a lot of show there. There wasn't a lot of show, and there's also people in there that are, like, are really trying to get something out of this. Yeah. Like to fucking heal their grief or help yeah. decide a life path or some shit. And that's what I don't agree with. Like, okay, you got a, this poor woman has a dead daughter, and you're like, maybe it's your daughter. Yeah. Is she, how old is she? I see, like, a little girl. No, teenage girl. Well, she yeah. says she doesn't love you anymore. Oh, that's not what they did. Yeah. Well, the one guy's like, you're going to be in a car accident. Yeah, he did do that. But it's not. you're not going to get hurt too bad. But you'll get hurt a little bad. But it's a sunny day, So, but there's snow. So watch out for a sunny day with snow. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the worst part was like 75 minutes in, they were like, hmm, okay, so who hasn't got a message from the spirit world? <laughs> Raise your hand. Raise your hand and I'll try to channel your spirits. Yeah, that was when I was like, oh, really? Yeah, that's when I was like, what the fuck? Come yeah, on now. Yeah, come on now. That's I mean, how that's how works. you do this. I mean, if you didn't have 25 people in there, you probably could have got to everybody. Right. You that's know? a lot of people. That's that a lot of people. In. 40 bucks a head 25 yeah, and people and they do it all every well, week well as for, we were leaving yeah. there was another one coming in yeah you know they'll do like three a night or two or three a night and for the whole season it's like I don't know yeah. how that gets broken out but I gotta say uh Save your money on that one and go do some of the tours or something like that because there's a yeah. lot more to do in Salem. Oh, yeah. Don't take that as like the Salem experience, but no. that's just a big part of it, you know, and you can do like they had a bunch of smaller fortune tellers around and, you know, there that's just one thing that you can do. There's like little readings, like private readings, right. if you're, you know, and if you're just curious about it, you try it, you know, you pay 15 bucks for a for 40 bucks for 15 minutes or right. some shit like that okay you tried it you know people spend more on a carnival game and don't get anything that's true so if you're just curious you know i'm not bashing anything but i i would definitely encourage i, I think the readings are worth trying for sure yeah who cares um but there's a lot going on in that town there's so many things to go see mm-hmm. and it's easy to get around yeah it's fun to walk you know you can walk everywhere and yeah. it's all old cobblestone streets and things in the main part of town mm-hmm. and just everything is has like some historical significance there's a witch's museum which we didn't make it to i know cuz we were going to that last day and that was like saturday and there was some sort of like flea market thing and yeah. god it was so big we were leaving and like good thing we're leaving holy shit i know it was well and we saw the beginning of how crazy i've seen it cl- closer to halloween when the traffic is just like it's impossible to get inside that city. No, you can't really. You yeah. have to sort of have a place to go to put your car. Yeah. Or you're paying twenty bucks, for, forty bucks for the whole day, or some crazy. And you're thing. sitting in a line of traffic. Yeah, that's to the other thing. Because the streets are so small and narrow, it's not really meant for like high volume tourism. No. Not really. You know. Uh, not the least the city layout. I mean, I would also recommend shout out to the Hawthorne Hotel. Yeah, stay there, man. Which is awesome. It's great. And, and you get parking for if you stay there. It's yep. great. And it's at the center of town. Yeah, that's a great hotel. They have two restaurants. Yeah. And a nice bar. With, and the rooms are cool. What's that drink that I like there that I like to go just to get? It's like a pumpkin. No, it's like a s- apple cider. with. It's a hot cider with, with booze. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a... Oh, the Fireside. It's called the Fireside. I get like a Guinness pint. <laughs> it's called like a Guinness pint. Yeah, well. And I drink it and get, I like it. Get the Fireside. Go visit them. It's like Nate's Grill or something like that inside the Hawthorne. Mm, Hawthorne Hotel. You can't miss it. Yeah, it's pretty fun. So we we had a good time. It was it was definitely a good trip and it, I, a learning experience for me personally. Yeah, I mean it's cool that we explored the whole. I've never I've never had any sort of crossing or interaction with witches or witchcraft or even mm-hmm. psychics or tarot i've never never it never really interested me that much yeah and i've never like met someone that oh yeah why is the seance i go to you know i've never had this sort of a chance happening with that yeah. so it's cool just to see like this is what you know well but also the house of seven gables please oh, that go stuff's cool. definitely go listen to the tour and find out more information uh about the house of seven gables actually you can go to salem.org or hauntedhappenings.org, and you can find out everything that's going on in Salem this season. 
uh, I would definitely encourage going to the House of Seven Gables. I think it's the number seven um, gables dot org. Uh, they are doing some really cool things, and mm-hmm. that's that's one of the things I would put high on the list to visit if you go to Salem. Is that place? Yeah, it's chill. I mean, you're just walking through a house, but you know, it's really a lot of fun historical stuff. Yeah, definitely, and and it's cool to see the way. The house is laid out and how like low the ceilings are and there's the these secret, staircase. secret staircases and stuff. They really did that. Yeah. 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 It's fun, man. It's right by the water. It's yeah. It's a beautiful setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was our Salem trip. Yep. Salem. Another episode of the uh, broadcast. Punch in the face. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,